0: it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and a 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the key lime milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at dickmondells.com.
1: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF.
0: We've made it to the month of May. Welcome into a Monday edition of 14 ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Alex is producing the show today. We've got a very good guest list today. Alex is going to pick up the phone now and hopefully get ESPN's Barry Melrose here to talk about the NHL playoffs, which crank up tonight, including... Tampa Bay, yeah, they play at Toronto. We'll have it for you. And we'll talk to Barry about some of the uh, first-round matchups. Also today, Brian Mahoney, who covers the NBA for the Associated Press, will talk the NBA playoffs. Anthony Tresh from Pro Football Focus will take a look at the draft, which just ended, see who did well and who didn't. I think most of the teams drafted pretty well. I do. And then uh our pleasure to talk to Jay Billis today, talk a little college basketball uh here in the off season with some of these moves being made. But right now <clears throat> we'll start out with hockey and who better to talk about the upcoming playoffs than Barry Melrose, who covers the NHL for ESPN. Barry, good to have you. Thanks for doing this.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Uh, let's talk about some of the matchups tonight. You know, here, Tampa Bay uh, is going to start out against Toronto. I really like that series. I, I, you know, as somebody who's liked hockey for a long time, it's been forever since Toronto won a cup. But analyze this series for me, Tampa Bay and Toronto first.
2: Um, I agree with you. It could, it could be the best uh, of, the, of all the series. I'm just not talking East. I'm talking all of them. Wow. Uh, I love, I love the matchup. I love the, the fact that Tampa Bay is trying to win three in a row. Uh, Toronto is a team that you mentioned has not had playoff success for a long, long time. Uh, and yet they've, they've got some great young players. Uh, obviously Matthews is the one that everyone's paying attention to. Is this a year that, that he breaks out and becomes a, a Stanley Cup uh, contender as a player? Uh, 60 goals. Marner's there. Uh, they, they've got a good team. Toronto's got a good team. Uh, so th- this will be a great matchup. I, I, I personally like Tampa Bay. Uh, I, I think this team can win three in a row. I, I love the makeup. Steven Stamkos has not played better than he's playing right now. And and they've got all the other guys. Vasilevsky finished the year on a high note. Uh, Victor Hedman, um, arguably the best defenseman in the game. So uh, I, I love this matchup. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I think Tampa's going to win it, but I think it's going to be... Uh, be one that we'll be talking about for a while.
0: Barry, is there any, um, or do you believe that because Tampa has won the Cups, it's won, you know, they're one of the last teams to skate, any chance of tired legs? Does does that all catch up to them at this point, or do you not believe in that?
2: No, these guys are in great shape. Uh, th- this is uh, uh, what what they play for to get a, have a chance to win four rounds in the Stanley Cup. Uh, you know, the, all the teams know how to handle fatigue. All the teams are, are uh, got great st- physical staffs, uh, nutrition. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of these teams will spend the, the, a night in the hotel before a game so that uh, they can be taken care of and make sure everyone's doing the, the things right. So, uh, you know, the, the, everything is even. Uh, everybody's uh, everybody's the same. Everybody's played 82 games. They haven't played 82 for a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think that matters. I, I think what matters and I like is how you're playing going into the playoffs and, and, uh, uh, both Tampa Bay and Toronto, uh, we're playing pretty good going into playoffs. So I, uh, that's what I'm worried about. Uh, if you, if you're a team that's lost six, lost six games in a row going in or a team that's won six games in a row going in, I certainly, uh, favor the team that's won six in a row.
0: Barry, I've talked to you over the years, and one of the things you've always talked to me about is a hot goaltender also coming into the playoffs. The Rangers have one of the best in the business, but as you look at hot goaltenders, what do you see?
2: Uh, well, he, he, you know, Vasilevsky is Vasilevsky. He's won two Stanley Cups, so we don't have to worry about him. We know he's going to be ready. just uh, Turkin is, is a great young defenseman for the New York Rangers. A lot of people think that he should win the MVP this year. Uh, that's to be seen. But the Rangers are uh, Rangers are a good team. They're backed up by a great goaltender. They've got an excellent defense. Uh, they've played really well. Uh, they're physical. They're big. They can skate with anybody. Uh, the New York Rangers are a heck of a hockey club. But, if, you know, we're sitting here. I, I could say the same thing about all eight teams in the East. That's how crazy the East is. Parity has hit the NHL <laughs> with a bang, and, and uh, anybody could beat anybody. I don't think there's really an upset uh, if you're looking for one, I, I, I think that uh, at the end of this, whoever wins, I, we can sit there and say, you know, I, I thought that, I figured that out. I, I, I thought the goaltending <laughs> wasn't good enough. I thought the defense wasn't good enough. That's how good these teams are. They're all they're all great. And, uh, you know, look at Florida. We're not even talking about Florida. And they're the first team that finished first over on the whole deal. So uh, there, there's no poor teams in the East. They're going to be
0: great. Assess the West for me.
2: Well, I I think the West comes down to two teams, and that's the Avalanche and Calgary. I I think they're the two best teams. I think they're uh, the two most talented teams. Uh, Daryl Sutter's done a great job with Calgary. They're a tough team to play against. They've got some superstars. Uh, You know, uh, Kachuk is there. He's playing great. Uh, Johnny Hockey's there. He's playing great. So uh, I I think those are the two best teams. Someone's got to beat those two teams. Uh, The Avs are fantastic on paper. Uh, they they've got everything uh that you could possibly need. They've got a great defense, uh, you know, it, just so many weapons. And Calgary is is a, a very tough physical team. Uh they, they, they score playoff type goals. Daryl Sutter's a proven uh playoff coach, won two Stanley Cups with Los Angeles. Uh so I, I think that that is uh is what I'm gonna be watching. Can anybody uh in the West beat the Avs or beat uh, Calgary Flames?
0: Barry was our guest here, covering the National Hockey League for ESPN, as the playoffs begin tonight. Barry, if if you had to pick a dark horse in each conference, you've talked about Tampa Bay, Florida, you know the, the East being really good, and and the top two teams in the West. But if if you were forced to pick a dark horse in each conference, who would you pick?
2: Oh, I would pick uh, I pick Minnesota in the West. I think that they've, uh, they've got a good team, a great team, uh, very skilled, a lot of weapons, a lot of lines, very good defense, uh, goaltending. Obviously they've, they've got, went out and got, uh, flurry. Uh, so they've, they've got some great experience uh, as far as goaltending is concerned. Uh, so that, that is the, uh, that is the team I like in, in the, uh, in the West, a surprise team, uh, that would not surprise me in the East, uh, like I said, who, which one is a surprise? They're all so okay. good going in. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I'm looking at, that. I, I, I honestly, you know, uh, don't think there would be a surprise. I don't think that, uh, you know, uh, whoever uh, comes out of there, I, I, I would say the Rangers. I, I guess if you're looking comparing the Rangers to the two teams that we just talked about uh, with Tampa Bay and, and uh, Toronto, I, I, you know, I, I, I think the Rangers going into that as an underdog. Uh, in in their series so i I would say you know if we're looking at one one underdog in the east and and there's not really much of an underdog would be the uh, new york rangers
0: well great time of the year if you're a hockey fan for sure as the playoffs begin tonight four matchups boston carolina as we mentioned tampa bay toronto st louis minnesota and i think la edmonton's the other one so barry we're going to see how this goes we'll get you back on as the playoffs continue here but thanks for handicapping things to start with appreciate your time
2: Anytime. Take care.
0: You got it, Barry. Barry Melrose from ESPN talking NHL playoffs. And again, Tampa Bay goes for three in a row. That's tough to do. And Toronto gets home ice to start. Florida gets home ice to start. I believe they face Washington, I think. I think. Um, but I know Florida's got home ice to start. Uh, all right, coming up today, Jay Billis will talk college basketball. Brian Mahoney's going to talk NBA playoffs. And uh, Anthony Tresh will talk NFL draft, some of the teams that uh, the drafts he liked and didn't. Let me just say this. Georgia had 15 players drafted that sets a new record. That's unbelievable. Florida had three. Three. So if you're looking for a gap, well, that's that's a, that's a pretty wide gap. The Gators did have a couple of guys sign as free agents. Uh, happy for Zach Carter. I did not think he would go as high as he did, but glad he did. And uh, there's. I believe Truesdell signed as a free agent uh and i th- did he go to Chicago? Jeremiah Moon, no sign with Baltimore. I know that um and I'll have to look it up, but I think there were only two gators that, as of yesterday at least or first thing this morning, had signed uh free agent deals, and I think Truesdell was the other one, so uh yeah. You, you see the gap, no doubt. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM,
1: WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Most gas prices keep going up, and it doesn't look like there's going to be any relief anytime soon. The people at Southeast Car Agency also know that. And they want to make sure they work with you to get the vehicle you're looking for. They're doing their very best to stock their place of business with a wide assortment and a wide variety of vehicles. The best in late model, low mileage cars. It's that simple. Cars, trucks, SUVs, foreigns, domestics, they're all there. You can go online, secars.com, check them all out. Check out all the pertinent information online. But if you want to go eyeball them, see them for yourself, go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue. You can check out all the vehicles they have in stock. Their salespeople are there to answer any questions you might have. The Cousins family's been doing this for 40-plus years. That's all they have specialized in doing. Go see them in person. Make sure and tell them. Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency
3: at international diamond center family is one of our core values and no one plays a more important role in the life of any family than mom she's the rock the hero the one that holds it all together so we invite you to help us celebrate the mothers in our lives with a perfect mother's day gift and a little something extra in addition to an expanded selection of affordable and timeless gifts of jewelry, with any jewelry purchased for Mother's Day, we're providing that little extra something, a $50 Sephora gift card. Mom can use it to treat herself to her favorite luxury Sephora brand fragrance, makeup, or skincare product. So come join us at IDC. Help us say a big thank you to the mothers in our lives with a beautiful eternity band, a pair of diamond earrings, a gorgeous bracelet, maybe a designer necklace. Get mom a meaningful piece of jewelry that she'll treasure or cherish for years and we'll throw in the Sephora gift card as an added treat. Happy Mother's Day from International Diamond Center. Get showroom directions, store hours, and more now at shopidc.com. People who suffer from long-term chronic joint pain spend so much of their time acting, putting up a carefree front. It's
4: exhausting. I was really tired of trying to act like I wasn't in pain because I was in pain all the time.
3: Rick Rawlings didn't want everyone else to know that he was coping with agonizing shoulder pain 24-7.
1: Yes, I had to put on a face (laughs) to cover up my pain.
3: But then Rick found QC Kinetics, offering new lasting treatments for joint pain using natural biologics. Treatments designed to restore and repair joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The
4: results were amazing. I am. Very glad. It changed my life doing the QC Kinetics. Today my shoulders feel wonderful.
3: The cranky Rick is gone. He's not grouchy anymore. No more acting. <laughs> feel like yourself again with a call to QC Kinetics.
4: Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352 QC Kinetics. 352
5: Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors.
1: we are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com.
0: It'll open up phone lines for you now. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Congratulations to Gator softball coach Tim Walton getting his 1,000th career win as a D1 baseball coach. That's remarkable. Florida, I believe, is the only school in the country to have two coaches on its staff with 1,000 or more wins in Tim Walton and Mary Wise in volleyball. The Gators are done with the SEC regular season. They'll play Florida Gulf Coast and Mercer here at home this weekend. Gator baseball. It's amazing. The first couple of games that I watched Kentucky play, they just looked disinterested. They just acted like they didn't want to be there. Uh, and then they bounced back. And now, when you look at the SEC standings, today, with three weeks left to qualify for Hoover, there are three teams that are 7-14 and 14 in the league. Kentucky, Missouri, and believe it or not, Ole Miss. Florida is then 8-14. And 13. So two of those four teams ain't gonna make it. And Florida plays Missouri on the road. South Carolina got to 9 and 12 because they swept Alabama. They moved ahead of Florida. And Florida plays South Carolina to end the regular season here. Florida plays a seven and fourteen Missouri team, a nine and twelve Mississippi State team, and a nine and twelve South Carolina team. But again, it's just hard to fathom. We're talking about the Gators being in a position where they might not make Hoover, but they did take two of three, which is what you've got to do. Williams says. Sully's been listening to the show, and I'm glad he took my recommendation with Lankford in the leadoff spot. Caglianone looks good. There are still a few bats I'd like to see take a seat for some more young guys. Uh, Kentucky's not good, but I felt like some of the changes sparked a little life into the team. Well, it, it did. Okay. But let me give you some quick numbers before South Florida comes to town. What a difference a year makes, right? South Florida got to a super regional. Last year, they're struggling this year too. They just got swept by Houston at home. Florida, um, in its last 10 games, is hitting 220. Team ERA at five. Okay? In the games Florida has won this year, they're hitting 333. Their, t- their team earn-run average, 2.55. In games they've lost, they're hitting 179. 179, and their team ERA is nearly 7.5. That's pretty startling. But that's how it is. But William, thank you. Uh, Let's see. David says, Steve, uh, assess your Jets draft. Good. Really good. I mean, you know, could I quibble with a couple of them? Yeah. The Jets still have a weakness up front. They're going to have trouble stopping the run, I think. They need somebody else in the interior, maybe a free agent or something like that. But in terms of need and all that kind of stuff, yeah, I thought they did a pretty nice job. Gordon says, uh, you're going to hear some negative Nellies today. Of the top 100 high school football players in Florida, UF has one commitment. Well, FSU has four, Miami has four, Ohio State has four, Georgia has two, and UCF has two. Rome wasn't built in a day. But thank you, Gordon. Keontae Johnson entering the transfer portal. Not surprising for two reasons. One, he was never going to play here again. He would not have been medically cleared to play. So if your desire is to play again, you either had to go pro, which would have been difficult because... How are you going to go pro without proving you're healthy, without proving you can play again? So I wish him success. But, again, that move, not terribly surprising. He just was not going to be medically cleared to play again here at the University of Florida. All right, 3928255. Email Russell at com. Byron, Hello.
6: Steve, how you doing, man? I love baseball and softball and everything, and uh, you know, sports-wise. And uh, I just, I'm, I'm a, I played in the NAIA and junior college of Santa Fe. So, for anybody who think I'm a, I'm a homer and a SEC person, not really. But Steve, I want to compliment that conference and the competition, the level it is, and the stadiums, and the, just the great play of that the conference. And I love it, and I'm not down in the ACC or none of the a Big Ten or none of those. The great conferences all over America, but wow, that SEC. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm not that frustrated with the Gators uh, not, you know, being on the top because everything has changed and everybody is trying to beat everybody, which makes it a great league. It's it's, it's frustrating now that everybody's up with us. Uh, it's even, but it's great. And my second thing, Steve, to show you that I'm a real sports fan is I'm, I'm trying to listen to some NASCAR. You say you have a few fans, and they had Dover, I think. And one of the big things that they, why it what intrigued me about racing is they had a rain there, and it's washed the rubber off the track. And now the racers are trying to figure out how to get the grip on the upper or lower lanes. And I'm learning about this, but it, it's amazing, and that's what I am so intrigued, and I'm trying to find that on TV and listen to you. And last, Steve, the Greek freak from Milwaukee. Steve, if you want to... To do my question of the day, and if you want to get into that. I, I got Elijah Wam, Kareem, Bill Walton, maybe Moses Malone, but who is the best center of all time, and is that guy from Milwaukee going to be in the top if he won a couple more championships? i seen some stuff yesterday I couldn't believe. Thanks, Steve. Go Gators.
0: Byron, thank you. That's a June and July survey question when there's nothing going on. You know, who are the top five centers or something like that? Um, we got way too much stuff left to go yet before we go into that mode. Um, but look, I'll say this. I watched a lot of the Celtics game yesterday and the Bucs were just better. They were just better. Game one. Doesn't mean they're going to win the I'm just saying game one, they were better. And I did not think Golden State was going to beat Memphis, especially without Draymond Green. But they did. Um, and... I don't know why people keep selling Phoenix short. Suns are good. But, you know, you don't see them a lot on national television because, you know, they're out west. But I don't know. I we will see. But these these playoffs have been good. And. I've watched more. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe I'm just home more than I usually am. I don't know. But. Yesterday, I watched quite a bit of the Celtics game, and uh, that was no fluke. Milwaukee was better. And it's going to be fun to watch uh, the rest of the playoffs here unfold. And it is funny when you look at the schedule and, you know, you look at who's playing whom. Miami... I'm not a big Heat fan, but I do think when they're healthy, they're the best team in the East. I, I do. I think they're gonna. I think they would beat Milwaukee, healthy. Dallas and Phoenix is, in my opinion, the most intriguing series of them all that are left. I didn't say the best. I said the most intriguing, because I don't think a lot of people thought Dallas would be here, especially when Doncic was hurt early. Phoenix has had their injury problems too uh and then you know memphis being alive but that's when you have a great play so i mean there's these series are going to be i think fun to watch speaking of that great segue into brian mahoney next he covers the nba for the associated press he'll talk playoffs with you Twelve twenty seven time check brought to you by hayes jewelry espn 98 1 fm eight fifty 50 a.m
4: wruf
1: College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, ninety-eight FM, and eight fifty AM, WRUF.
4: Hey, sports fans! Spring sports season is here: basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited! Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach. And why over 10,000 local
5: steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words.
7: Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in
4: America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally.
8: Sunday is Mother's Day and Floral Expressions Florist has the most beautiful arrangements to send to mom now. Pick a bouquet in her favorite colors and add a balloon and chocolates. Maybe send a blooming plant or dish garden for her patio. In town or out of town, we'll get it to her along with your special message. Send your love this Mother's Day. Order now at floralexpressionsflorist.com or call 352-375-1234. It's Mother's Day. Trust Floral Expressions Florist.
3: From printing and faxing to mailboxing and notarizing, the UPS Store has just the ing you need. With a wide range of products and small business services, the UPS Store offers every ing for small businesses, all in one place.
5: This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes,
8: I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well,
5: does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, Oh, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SEAT.
1: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
8: Isolated showers during the mid-afternoon becoming scattered inland along the I-75 and Highway 301 corridors by the evening. Those lasting through a few hours after sunset, locally heavy rainfall will be possible. After that, though, partly cloudy skies to start off your Tuesday morning with low temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, sun and clouds early, evening thunderstorms likely, highs near 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
1: This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Brian Gutekunst, who's
9: the Packers GM, was quoted as saying, we can't reach just because a player is a wide receiver.
5: And it's a great philosophy. You know, you got all of these other players, second round draft picks, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Packers know what they're doing when
1: they draft. And they got a
9: really good history here. Dan Patrick.
1: The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio
0: app talked about the NHL playoffs cranking up tonight. The NBA playoffs are in full swing. And here to talk about it with us, NBA writer for the Associated Press, Brian Mahoney. Brian, oh, good to have you. Thank you for taking time to do this. Let me start with the injuries. Because there just seems to be in this year's playoffs, for whatever the reason, a lot more injuries and key players hurt. Is that a bad uh hypothesis on my part or do you see this as really being true
7: well there's certainly some high profile ones i don't know uh if it's more or less it seems like every year there's at least a couple uh um you know a lot goes into it unfortunately it's a long season and it felt like a longer season this year because we had two shortened seasons uh the last couple so guys are playing more games there's more chances for injury and uh there certainly was also of course an olympics last year so it was a lot of basketball and you know, hopefully we don't see any more because you hate to see some things get swung on injuries, and it certainly looks like there's at least a couple series where that unfortunately might be the case.
0: Yeah, you look at Embiid. Um, you, you know, some some people blaming Doc Rivers because he kept him in, you know, maybe too long in the game. <clears throat> but you know, it, is is that criticism deserved?
7: Well, I mean, it's unfortunately part of the job. Uh, you know, you know you're going to get it. I've, I've seen it happen many times where uh you know if someone says why you know why was he still in there It happened uh just a couple weeks ago right at the end of uh when Luka Doncic got hurt in Mm -hmm. Dallas's season finale which it turns out didn't matter and people said to Jason Kidd why was he there thankfully it didn't hurt the Mavericks but yeah I mean coaches know that's going to happen you know should have beat a bit out of the game by then you know probably but uh a lot of times coaches feel like they wait until the opposing coach sort of takes his starters out first sort of conceding the game and uh, you know, Doc is waiting for that. It just, it's, you know, unfortunately it didn't work
10: out for them.
0: Uh, I watched a lot of the uh, Boston-Milwaukee game, and I was really impressed with the way Milwaukee play, or uh, Boston played in its first series. But Milwaukee, I thought defensively, Brian, shut them down quite a bit. Do you agree?
7: Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. I thought Milwaukee's defense was great. And I, you know, I said it a couple times during the game. I obviously covered the previous series very closely because I'm here in New York. And, uh, you know, they just—they were seeing a different level of defense. The Nets' defense is nowhere near what Boston saw yesterday, and uh, quite honestly, just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown didn't adjust to it. Uh, I'm sure they will as the series goes on. Those guys are really, really good players, uh, but it was night and day, and uh, they just were not able to rise to the challenge yesterday.
0: Miami's had its share of injuries as well, but they—I I don't want to say flown under the radar, Brian—but you know, they start their series with Philly and. Uh, are they still the favorites in the East, or do you, who do you see as the favorite in the East with the teams that are left?
7: Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I think they feel, to some extent, they're fallen under the radar. I think a lot of people feel like the team that's going to represent the East is the winner of the Boston-Milwaukee series. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I feel that way or not. The times I've watched Miami, I'm very impressed. But uh, they don't have a lot of the individual sort of flair that, you know, Milwaukee and Boston have with Giannis or with Tatum. Uh, so on and so forth. They have, you know, we've got a great sort of team with all-star players in a couple spots and Butler and Bam, I get that, but just don't have that sort of, you know, uh, that it factor, I guess. But uh, beating Miami four times is going to be tough uh, no matter who it is, uh, the way they defend.
0: You know, one of the teams that I think gets no love is is uh, Phoenix. And, and that, maybe it's because, you know, here in the East Coast, we don't see Phoenix play a lot. I think most people expect the suns to beat the mavericks but if if i said to you right now brian the best team in the playoffs is who would you who would you say that is
7: (laughs) well that's a good question i don't think i'd pick against phoenix uh you know watching them all year long i just don't really see a weakness uh you know coaching's great uh chris paul running the team is great devin booker's a superstar uh, you know, off the bench, uh, the bench is good. Mikael Bridges, I voted for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, so, you know, I don't see any reason not to pick them. I, the only reason I think people are so excited about, uh, you know, not picking them is Golden State to some extent finally has all their guys back. And, you know, people might say Golden State's the best team with all their guys. Hopefully we find out soon, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm sticking Phoenix for now.
0: Um, speaking of that, uh, you know, Golden State eking out a win over Memphis I was a little bit surprised Memphis got this far even though they have a great player in Morant were you were you are you surprised they're still around you know not necessarily
7: uh you know I wasn't sure about Memphis early in the year but you know watching how well they played when Morant was out uh, they didn't lose a beat they were fantastic so obviously they have other great players uh they're very deep uh you know they can pour on the points so I wasn't surprised uh you know I don't know I, I picked the Warriors to win this series uh I don't know if you know Memphis ultimately can beat them but uh certainly they're they're a legit team uh, as time went on it became easier and easier to like them
0: Brian Mahoney our guest here covers the NBA for the Associated Press uh Gator fans here obviously with Billy Donovan once being here I felt bad for him Brian, because Chicago had a lot. Speaking of injuries, had a lot of injuries, especially in that final game. As you look at Chicago and the future of that franchise, I, I see the arrow being up a little bit. Do you? Yeah,
7: see, that's a very good point. Uh, when you talked about the injuries earlier, I mean uh, Chicago was, was decimated, unfortunately, and you know, right around the All Star break, they were fighting for the number one seed. And Billy Donovan was almost the coach of the in an all, uh, you know, the All Star game, uh, but you know, once Lonzo Ball was ever and ever to come back, obviously Levine was never the same over the second course of the second half of the year. Uh but yeah, when they have all their guys healthy, I think they're very good. I think they feel that way too. Just unfortunately it didn't happen. That sorta of became uh to me the easiest playoff series to pick they just didn't have any kind of firepower to, to hang with Milwaukee. Uh but hopefully next year they get their guys back and, and uh you know they'll be back to what they were.
0: Uh, I'm going to end, Brian. I actually got an email from a listener who wanted to ask you a question. He and he, he must be a young guy because he said, could you ask Mr. Mahoney? Okay, so <laughs> Mr. Mahoney. Uh, he said, uh, could you ask Mr. Mahoney about the Magic? I'm a huge Magic fan, and every year they're awful. Are they ever going to be any good? <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh, <laughs> called him Mister Mahoney, so I want to be nice and say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they just they they just they're in constant rebuild, Brian, and it no, just doesn't they, seem they, to. They,
7: they, they really are, Steve. I sorry to interrupt you there. No, it's true. Uh, that's exactly what, you know, they you know they kept getting top five picks every year. It seems like, and you say, okay, wait a minute. Once these guys are two or three years older, they're going to be fantastic. And it someone gets hurt uh unfortunately we've seen a couple times with the injuries there that you know it when you miss a year in the nba as a young guy uh it's hard to catch up you know the league is just so good when you're sitting at a year and unfortunately we've seen a couple of those guys ha- have to do that uh and you know hopefully that doesn't happen i think Fultz said himself you know he's looking forward to having a whole summer to be able to spend time on his basketball and you know if that happens if these guys get to play a year or two straight you'll see them get elevated but they just hasn't happened, unfortunately. I think it's really set them back.
0: Final question for you. Uh, another team that rarely gets seen here is Sacramento because A, they're on the West Coast, and B, they're bad too and don't make the playoffs. Mark Jackson reportedly is a finalist there for the coaching job, and I, I've wondered why he hasn't gotten a job to this point. What do you Who do you see Sacramento hiring in the end here?
7: Well, the, the fact that his name is being pushed that much I, I think is good for him. Yeah, I've been surprised he hasn't gotten a job again. Uh, you know, I know, obviously, you know, when you get fired and it wasn't necessarily because of wins and losses, people always wonder what, you know, what's the reason. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the Golden State has all, you know, Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, they've always said, you know, what what they became started with Mark Jackson. So he knows what he's doing. Uh, and he should get another shot at some point. It's been a long time. And, uh, you know, Sacramento should look very closely at him. Uh, I, I certainly think. Uh, again, they've been bad for so long. <laughs> you know, you find a guy who won not far from there, go ahead and give it a shot.
0: Yeah. Where can people see your work, Brian?
7: Oh, I'm on uh, Twitter at uh, Brian C. Mahoney.
0: All right. Good to have you. Hopefully before the playoffs, and we'll get you back. Thanks for making the time. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Brian Mahoney covers the NBA for the Associated Press as their playoffs play on. All right, we'll open the phone lines until the top of the hour, 392-8255. You can email, as well, russell at com. As Alex is making sure all the buttons are pushed right today. And uh, lots to talk about today. There really is. Baseball, softball, uh, Keontae Johnson, a whole bunch of things we can talk about. Uh, but it's getting down to crunch time now uh, with... SEC baseball, of course, SEC softball, the SEC tournament is going to be here this year. Florida is hosting that uh, after this weekend. So that'll be interesting to see uh, what transpires from there. Uh, Let's see here. Carl emails. Uh, Steve, thanks for having Mandy O'Leary on the other day. I didn't see. uh, Did they win the conference championship? Yes, they did. Uh they beat the re- they won the regular season championship because they um they they won uh this past week and they beat East Carolina and I don't know what the final score was but it was big it was like 15 to 3 or something like that. Uh so yes, they did win the uh regular season championship. Conference tournaments coming up and uh they will uh begin as the number 1 seed in conference tournament play. And I believe that starts on the 5th, I believe. Tomorrow, Gator Athletic Director Scott Strickland is scheduled to be live here in the studio uh, in the 1 o'clock hour. So mark your calendars for that. He is scheduled to be here tomorrow. And lots to go over and lots to discuss, certainly. Uh, And then next Monday, Gus Malzahn will be here. The UCF football coach will join us live to talk about UCF Spring and what their future is. So got a lot of good guests that will be coming up here in the next few days. John emails. Uh, He says, but it's a long email, uh, Steve, I I keep hoping Gator Baseball is going to turn things around, but I'm just not seeing it. In the end, do you think this team makes a regional? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, but it ain't going to be here. They're going to be Willie Nelson. They're going to be on the road again. John, hello.
11: Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Um, first question, uh, is your Facebook uh, app down today?
0: Yes, it is.
11: Okay. Yeah, I usually uh, tune into that. That way, I if I get on the other ESPN app, um, when I try to make a phone call, I kind of get bleed over, so it's kind of hard to talk to you. So that's fine. Um, I, I got off the app so, so I can, uh, get off the phone. I'll get back on. But, uh, a couple of games yesterday. I was, you know, you're talking about the, 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 Greek freak. But, uh, one guy that I was really impressed yesterday that, that stymied, uh, Celtics interior was, uh, Brooke Lopez. That guy was a beast, you know, the whole game. So I was really impressed the way to watch him, you know, play. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a vest interest in other than, other than the fact that, you know, Al Horford's on the Celtics. But that was a, he had a pretty good game yesterday.
0: Brooke Lopez is a very underrated player. He can score. He can score back to the basket, facing the basket, and he's a good defensive player, a uh, very yeah, underrated was, player.
11: Absolutely. And then Golden State, you know, you talk about Jay Morant. You know, uh, you know, he had a good look at the end. I think uh, with Klay Thompson coming over kind of, you know, made him – you know, shift his, his shot a little bit. But uh, that's going to be a pretty good series. I still think that series is going to go to seven games. Those are two games yesterday that I was, that was really impressed with watching yesterday.
0: Well, the but, Warriors, uh, uh, you know, when Draymond Green got tossed, I, I wasn't sure. But, you know, other guys picked up the slack. And, and there's a guy, another, you know, underrated guy. Uh, how about Jordan? Yeah.
11: Is his name Jordan? Yeah.
0: Poole. I mean, where did he come from? Yesterday, yeah. What he had thirty something yesterday. I mean, where was where right. that? I mean, th- there's n- if you'd have said to me he scores thirty points, come on, but he did, and give him credit. Well, he
11: did have a couple of good games in the first series. Yeah, you know, but he took round, twenty
0: shots yesterday. Yeah,
11: you're right. Yep, that was awesome.
0: But without um, Green, somebody had to step up, and he did.
11: Yeah, I was questioning the way that he got tossed. I mean, it was you know maybe a hard foul, but I, I don't think it was warranted. To fragment too, but anyway. Um, moving on, uh, I'm you know kind of disappointed in, the, in the, the loss yesterday, but I, baseball, you know, they're starting to come. He's coming around with some young young arms. Um, I just think that's something that we can build on. You know, you know, hopefully maybe get into postseason. Maybe they can start gelling and, and, and giving us some surprises. But uh, looking into next year, I think he's got some good arms that that he can start looking for in the future.
0: Well, I, I would say that with an asterisk. Because you never know about the transfer portal, you're right, but to to your point in general, I agree. I think these young arms will go through some hard times this year, but get experience, and if they come back and they're healthy, that should help them. but again, we don't know how many will return
11: right, and then softball good win yesterday for number thousand for for Tim, I thought it was really cool, you know that you know they finally got a clutch home run. You know some some people that we've talked about in the past. You know we're not we're not relying on the home run. Well, a home run help us win the game yesterday. Yep, that's but right. Steve, I appreciate your you taking my time, and I'll talk to you later.
0: John, thank you. Twelve forty seven time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM, WYUF.
1: Florida Gators, ESPN, 981 FM and 850
4: AM WRUF. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now that pain in your back your knees your shoulder it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. really exciting stuff here QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution you can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs no steroids no downtime and no surgery You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550.
10: Hey, it's Jeff Cardozo inviting you to join myself and the
7: Wiley veteran Steve Russell every Wednesday at 11 o'clock right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF for On Deck, a show dedicated exclusively to a sport near and dear to our hearts, that of course, baseball. We're going to give you the ins and outs on everything you need to know about baseball, from the latest to what's going on in Major League Baseball to our boys
5: in the orange and blue. It's On Deck every Wednesday at 11, where we'll knock it out of the
1: park. May is here, and you know what that means. Gainesville Harley-Davidson's Annual Hog Roast. Saturday, May 21st, 12 to 4. Enjoy fresh-off-the-pit mouth-watering pulled pork with all the fixings. The Big Engine Band, live on stage, vendors, prizes, and more. Proceeds benefit Children's Miracle Network, so help us help kids. Plus, get to Gainesville Harley-Davidson during the month of May because free gas for a year has been extended. Get free gas for one year with every new bike purchase. Restrictions apply, no cash value. See dealer for details. GainesvilleHarley.com.
4: Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com.
1: Love listening to Gator's sporting events on ESPN 981 FM at 8.50 a.m. Well, you can also hear Mick, Jeff, Steve, Kyle, Tom, and Sky wherever you are with the WRUF radio app. Catch every touchdown, layup, spike.
12: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
4: I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators.
0: Top of the hour, <clears throat> Anthony Tresh from Pro Football Focus will give his take on the NFL draft. And Jay Billis will talk college hoops. Uh, we'll enjoy that interview at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour. Again, tomorrow, Scott Strickland here in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, we've got some other guests coming up later on in the week as well. So uh, we look forward to some good shows for the rest of the week. But in the meantime, we have time to hear from you. I'm a little surprised today there isn't more. There there were a lot of good things over the weekend. Let me ask this. If you had to tell me today, does Gator Baseball make a regional? Give me your answer. Yes or no. Based on today, based on who they have left, because two of their next three series are on the road. they got to go to Mississippi State this weekend, to Missouri the following weekend, and then host South Carolina. Give me your thoughts. 392-8255. <clears throat> you can email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, I don't know if you saw this with women's basketball. Kellyway Finley just got three transfers to come to the program, and they also hired a new recruiting coordinator. And there's good pedigree here. Her name is Cynthia Jordan. She was director of women's basketball operations at South Carolina for the past 10 years. I- I'd say that was a pretty good program in women's basketball, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, she coordinated all the team activities, uh, all the travel, game scheduling, assisting with oversight of student-athlete academic success and the program's liaison with, within other areas within the athletic department. And she also played basketball at Temple under Dawn Staley when Dawn Staley was at Temple. So good hire for Florida uh, and welcome her to the staff. Don emails... Uh, Steve, it's been an incredibly disappointing Gator baseball season, but perhaps I'm the one to blame. I guess I just believed all the hype at the start of the season when the Gators were ranked highly. Well, Don, you're not, and I'm not saying this in any way against Florida, but a lot of people had Florida rated highly. That's just how it was. So, yeah, but he says in the end, it's about making the postseason And while there is some doubt about making the SEC tournament, I think the Gators do get in, and the Gators will make a nice run at the SEC tournament and get to a regional, although I don't think, like you, they will host. And after that, anything goes. I think that's what you have to look at. I really do. Bill says, how about your Mets? They've won every series so far. Yeah, they have. Uh, but again, we saw this last year too when they started out well and then they faded like a bad pair of jeans at the end. But, I mean, yeah, it's nice. They just designated Robinson Cano for assignment because Robinson Cano is not, hit, not hitting. And they owe him like $40 Uh eh, It's okay, $40 million. Eh, just give it away. But that... That's the difference between the Mets now and the Mets of a couple of years ago. I'm not saying that that was a great signing because it wasn't. I didn't like it when they did it. He was too old when they signed him. However, they, they now act like a big market team, which is different from what they used to act like. Um, Joseph says, uh, Steve, assess Gators softball at this point. Uh, is it a true national contender? Oh boy! Uh, yes, I think so. What I, I will tell you this, in all candor, I, I have not looked at softball in a global sense of you know a lot of other teams outside of this league. Okay, I will tell you there are some surprise teams like Florida State. Usually leads the ACC. They're not. Oklahoma normally leads the Big 12. Oklahoma State is having a great year. And how about Arkansas? I mean, give Arkansas credit. They're hitting 346 as a team in softball. Pretty remarkable. Florida hits 309, and that's good for about fifth in the league. And Arkansas... Because they outslug people. Their team ERA is around three, but they still do a nice job. And you've got to give Arkansas a lot of credit. Florida is still the best fielding team in the league. That's always been Tim Walton's forte. They always play good defense. And they make the fewest errors. Florida's only made 27 errors all year long. Think about that 27 errors all year long. So, yes, Florida can. Can make a national run, but the the thing I think that's missing from this year's team that they don't have the long ball capable. Although the, as John mentioned yesterday, they got one, but that that's not their forte this year. They they kind of manufacture runs, and that's how. And they have to have a good pitching performance as well. They're they're not going to go out, I don't think, and blast you with the long ball as they've done in the past. Uh, all right, here. Sam emails. A lot of, I'll, I'll say one thing. A lot of different emails today. Uh, Sam says, Steve, have you seen the latest D1 baseball poll? Can you run down the top 25? Uh, I will do that now. I will bring it up for you, Sam. Uh, and let's see what it says. They're out. Tennessee. Do you see their dude? Hit 105 miles an hour on the radar gun yet? The, the crowd visibly, I mean, audibly went, Whoo. Now, you know, I don't know how accurate their gun is, but I don't care. Let's say it's two miles an hour off. Big Okay, he's only throwing 103, the poor dude. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Anyway, Tennessee is still number one. Oregon State is two. Oki State is three. Arkansas, four. Virginia Tech, five. Miami dropped three spots. They're now sixth. Southern miss UCLA, Texas Tech, and Louisville, the top 10. Texas AM, the surprise, them and Auburn, the surprise team of the league, they're now ranked 13th. Had a heck of a year. Auburn is 19th. The team that I don't see how it is still ranked is LSU. They're still ranked. I, I think they're they're very pedestrian to me, but they're number twenty. Georgia is twenty-two. FSU's back in the poll at twenty-three after not being ranked last week. So, and you look at the ACC and the SEC. There's one, two, three, four. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 of the top 25 are either in the SEC or the ACC in the D1 baseball poll this week. Pretty good. That's our first hour. NFL draft, you'll hear about it, and you'll hear from Jay Billis this hour, too. ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM, WRUS.
1: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: Here's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid back Sunday afternoon, you wish we'd never end.
3: The home might taste a bluebell
5: gather round, the good old days are being made right now. When Bluebell takes milk chocolate ice cream and loads it with chocolate-coated peanut butter cups and peanut butter cookie dough pieces, you get chocolate peanut butter overload. <laughs> Better by a country smile. The good
3: old days are being made right now.
8: The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today.
3: At International Diamond Center, family is one of our core values, and no one plays a more important role in the life of any family than mom. She's the rock, the hero, the one that holds it all together. So we invite you to help us celebrate the mothers in our lives with the perfect Mother's Day gift and a little something extra. In an addition to an expanded selection of affordable and timeless gifts of jewelry, with any jewelry purchased for Mother's Day, we're providing that little extra something, a $50 Sephora gift card. Mom can use it to treat herself to her favorite luxury Sephora brand fragrance, makeup, or skincare product. So come join us at IDC. Help us say a big thank you to the mothers in our lives with a beautiful eternity band, a pair of diamond earrings, a gorgeous bracelet, maybe a designer necklace. Get mom a meaningful piece of jewelry that she'll treasure or cherish for years. And we'll throw in the Sephora gift card as an added treat. Happy Mother's Day from International Diamond Center. Get showroom directions, store hours, and more now at shopidc.com.
1: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports. Have some lunch on ESPN, ninety-eight FM, and eight fifty AM, WRUF.
0: Welcome to hour two of Sports Scene for this Monday. Alex is producing. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to listen. Facebook Live is down today. Uh, so the old-fashioned way today. 392 You can email srussell at wruf.com. We are always pleased to have somebody from Pro Football Focus on with us. Uh, we have throughout the college season, the NFL season, Anthony Tresh now joins us from Pro Football Focus as we look at the just-concluded NFL draft. Anthony, good to have you. You know, as you look at the draft, you know, sometimes you can look at a team and go, what did they do? What were they thinking? I didn't see that this time. Did you? Um, I, I saw it in a
13: few cases. I-, I think the two that really stand out to me were the New England Patriots. I would say from beginning to end, um, the, the 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 I mean for the Taekwon Thornton pick, I think the one really stands out to me is because I mean he ran a fast forty. Everybody knows. It. I mean the I mean it wasn't the four two one that came in on the laser right away. Um, but you know he still ended up being like a four two eight or whatever it was. Uh, but he just doesn't have I don't think the requisite play strength to really bet on. You know to be a day two guy or a second round pick. You know that he was. I mean Cole Strange too. I think he's a talented offensive of lineman, very athletic. Um, I'm a little bit lower than him in the consensus. Um, I think a lot of people thought of him as a day two guy. Some teams were fine with it. Some people laughed at it, um, as we saw with the Los Angeles Rams. But in round one, I'm not so sure. That's I. I, I don't think anybody even thought that would be a consideration. Um, I mean, even on our mock draft simulator here at BFS, we had millions and millions of mock drafts. <laughs> Only two people, two people had Cole Strange as a first round pick. To the Patriots the entire way, um, and then they're adding two running backs there on day three with Pierre Strong Jr., Kevin Harris, when they already have you know Rahmdre Stevenson and Damian Harris. I mean, it's just who's going to get the run there? I mean, it was just a lot of confusing stuff. The Jacksonville Jaguars too. I mean, they had they signed Foye Lewican, uh off-ball linebacker in free agency, to a monster deal, and then they go up and they trade up for Devin Lloyd, which is okay. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the trade up, but you're getting good value there with Devin Lloyd. But then they draft Chad Muma too. It is just like, who's going to end up getting all of this run? I mean, that's a talented linebacking corps, but that's a lot to invest. To not, I, I would say it's, it's every important. Every position is important, but that's not the most valuable position, right? Nowhere near and close to it. So, I mean, those were the two that really stood out to me. Um, but really in this type of draft, you, it, you're splitting hairs, I think, with a lot of position groups. So I would agree that it was a little bit less of, you know, oh, what was that team doing than in some years.
0: And I think a lot of teams – really help themselves. I, I'm a Jets guy, and I, th- I thought the Jets had a really good draft. I thought Baltimore had a good draft. Uh, what are some teams that you liked in terms of what they did in the draft?
13: Yeah, Baltimore was definitely one. Um, you know, And of course, the Junior Jets, they took advantage of the draft capital that they had. The Kansas City Chiefs, um, I thought, had probably the best draft, and that's not good for the NFL because they have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so if you just keep adding to that, um, it's going to make them a juggernaut. And I think you look at their draft board, they had, I would say, you know, four guys that weren't, or that could have been in the conversation for first rounds that they ended up drafting. Um, Tripp McDuffie, at least in my, like I wouldn't have been, I would have been okay with it. So, I mean, Tripp McDuffie, George Karloftis, Sky got more in round two and then Leo Chenal, um, late in round three. I thought he would have been, you know, top 35, top 40 prospect. So, you know, that's at least where I had him in that ballpark. Um, you know, I thought he was a very talented off off-ball linebacker Wisconsin, very good blitzing ability. Um, you know, attacks downhill aggressively. Um, and then they're getting Darian Kennard too on day three in the middle of their, um, the tackle from Kentucky could, you know, kick inside, um, you know, depending on what Kansas kind of views him as, but you know, he's not very athletic, but man, he's got a lot of power in that frame. I think he's a very, you know, high floor run blocker at the very least. The last three years, 89.0 plus run block rate at Kentucky. That's very good value. And then of course, just the news that got out, they signed Justin Roth. They're the team to go out and get him. Well, I think there's probably, you know, a, le- a small likelihood that he gets back to the true freshman form um, that we saw back in 2019 with Clemson. Um, Justin Ross, wide receiver for Clemson, um, you know, undergoing a lot of injuries. It's going to be tough for him to get back to that form, but that's a good bet to make. It's an undrafted free agent, right? So I think they, them being the team that come out on top, I think that's really good for them. And then I think a few other teams that really stand out to me, Houston Texans, I mean, the last four years, they've had a draft grade for us that's been less than the 25 percentile in the NFL um, but this year, I think it was one of the best drafts. Derek Stanley Jr., number three overall. Uh, Jalen Petrie early in the second two. Those were two outstanding picks. And then the, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, too. I think they really set themselves up to be competitive. You know, it may not be this year, but I think the year after that. And I think trading for A.J. Brown and getting rid of one of those first-round picks in the day, or third-round pick. Um, and then, two a few you know, weeks ago, about a month ago, and they traded with the Saints to get a net, uh, 2023 first-round pick to add to their own first-round pick next year. And I think that's a good bet to make, just in case Jalen Hurts doesn't pan out. And I don't think he is going to pan out, and I think they have a prime advantage next year to go out and get a quarterback in the draft if they need to. So, you know, those are some of the standouts to me.
0: Wow, you don't think Hurts is going to work out? That's interesting. Um, between Jacksonville, Tampa, and Miami, understanding that the Dolphins didn't have a lot of picks, but – who had the best draft of the state of Florida teams?
13: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of have to rule out Miami, um, just given the nature. I was a big fan of the Channing Kendall pick. I really do think that he, you know, he may not have been a starting off-ball linebacker for Georgia, but that's because they had you know, two first-round linebackers playing ahead of him, and N'Kobe Kobe ended up going third round, I know. But medicals aside, if he didn't have all the uh, brutal medical history that he has right now, he would have gone, been a first-round pick. I know that for a fact. You know, he, he just has, you know, three or four injuries that are, you know, pretty serious that may require him to take a year, year and a half off, which is still good value for Philly in the third round. But, um, anyway, I'm a big fan of that Channing Kendall pick Jacksonville, the ball linebacker thing was a little interesting. And again, number one overall with Trayvon Walker. I wouldn't have done it. I would have gone in another direction. He does have a high ceiling because of his traits, but I think it's just a very risky bet to make, at least, or, you know, especially at number one overall when you have. Other players there, like Aiden Hutchinson, who I still think has the same ceiling as Javon Walker, but I think he has a much, much higher floor. Um, so I would have to go with Tampa, even though, you know, I don't think they really, I would say, knocked it out of the park. Um, they still got some pretty good picks in there. I mean, you got Logan Hall, the interior defensive lineman from Houston. Um, you know, He's been a highly productive player, kind of being a versatile piece for Houston. I think he's going to focus more on the inside. And then Luke Kadecki from Central Michigan. I was very shocked he went ahead of his teammate, Bernhard Ryman. Um, you know, the other tackle for Central Michigan was Bernard Hy- Ryman, had some injury issues, flipped to seventy seven overall to the Colts. But you know, that's good value there. Um fifty-seventh, I think, for Gadaki. I mean, he's gonna be an interior offensive line matcher playing tackle um for Central Michigan. I mean he's a former tight end, bolts up to position and then earned an elite grade this past year, ninety two point two overall. I mean that's just an a you know, outstanding production even for the group of five level K Dot and two. You know, couldn't really you know, I thought he was a big breakout candidate this past year, but couldn't take advantage of that, um, you know, but I still think that he does have that type of value. Um, um, I mean, he could really do it all, and, you know, with Washington's offense, he was very limited in what he could offer, so he's more of an underneath guy. I think he could, obviously, in Tampa, expand on that. And Zion on Sam Houston State, obviously just a, a pure tools bet, right? And, you know, on day three, that's what you want. You want these guys with outstanding tools that just aren't developed and that's that on the So, I'd have to go with Tampa out of the three Florida teams. I wouldn't say it's Spectacular by any means. I think it's probably average relative to the rest of the NFL. But sticking with Florida, I think Tampa Bay came out on top.
0: Okay, Anthony Trash Pro Football Folk, is our guest. Um, the the uh, Baker Mayfield saga continues. Uh, it didn't it didn't work with Carolina. So if the Browns trade him, I, I mean, first of all, that's a lot of money, and secondly, Seattle, they're they're just. When when Corral went to Carolina, Anthony, does doesn't that shrink the market for Baker Mayfield?
13: I think it rules him out, um, and I, I do think that having Ben McAdoo in there as their offensive coordinator, and we all know how McAdoo has felt about Baker Mayfield with some of the, his past comments, um, I, I really do think that they just, he, he just did not want him as his quarterback, and I think you know. That the whole regime listened to that, and they went another direction there, and he's confident that he can work with Sam darnold and matt corral and you know good luck I'm just uh, hopefully it works out um you know wish him the best of luck. I just don't think that's going to work um for this year uh you know Sam darnold we've seen enough from Sam darnold to know that it's just not going to work he's just a bad decision maker, very inaccurate quarterback, second lowest graded passer in the nFL last year for Carolina, then you have Matt Corral, who. Gonna take a, multiple years to kind of adjust to an NFL system after playing it and Lane Kiffin's offense, which is just, just scheme throw after scheme throw. Um, so I, I think they're confident with that. They're gonna cross off Baker Mayfield, and now I'm looking at the rest of the NFL, and I'm I'm starting to think Seattle might be content with Drew Locke and um, Geno Smith. And again, it's kind of like Carolina, best of luck to you. And I think Seattle's kind of in a better position because I almost want to call it a natural tank. They're not trying to tank, but I think it might end up being. I think, because of the quarterback situation. But the regime's going to be able to stick this one out a year, and they can get a drafted quarterback next year and hopefully build something up. But Carolina's on thin ice. And if they mess up, I I don't know if that that whole uh, coaching staff and some of the executives are going to be able to stick around. Um, So as far as where is Baker Mayfield going to go next, it's tough to find a good landing spot. I'm thinking maybe Houston, maybe Detroit. But those are kind of wishful thinking spots for me. And if I'm Baker Mayfield, you know, those teams don't necessarily need him. By any means, I think Houston is more than fine with Davis Mills. I wouldn't be. I think Baker Mayfield has more upside. He can be a mid-tier starter. Um, you know, Jared Goff, I think is, you know, teetering on, you know, the low end to mid, but I think he's more of a low end guy and Baker Mayfield, I think can offer a little bit more than that, but you don't want two massive salaries on there. I think they'd, they'd be a candidate if Baker Mayfield cut or Cleveland took a big chunk of that. So. At this point, whichever team takes them, they're not going to take on that full salary. And I think they're just going to stick this one out and wait for Cleveland to just finally eat some of it. And I think that's what's going to happen. And as far as right now, I think it's going to be Houston or Detroit. But, again, I think that's what's thinking.
0: Okay, I'm going to end with this, Anthony. Given – and rosters are going to change – but given the rosters going into the draft, okay, and now we have the draft, if I said to you today – Anthony, who's your favorite in the AFC and your favorite in the NFC? They would be whom?
13: Ooh, that, that's a good question. Um, I think the best favorite in the AFC, gosh, that's – I mean, I don't want to bet against Pat, you know. I mean, he is, I think, the best in the NFL. And, you know, I think the supporting cast is kind of up there. I think you to win with them. But, of course, you could pick Buffalo, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Denver, a. I mean, you could pick reasonably five, six other teams and I would, about nine, say, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good, I, I would be totally fine with that and I'm not going to be surprised. Um, NFC, I think I'm leaning with Tampa again, Tom Brady's back. And I think if he, you, you know, was declining a little bit in play, um, he wouldn't be coming back. I think we're getting the Tom that we've seen over the last few years and that's still a pretty tang good quarterback who's graded out at an elite level for us here at PFF. So, I'm going to go with Tampa and Kansas City. Um, I, I'm a little bit more confident at Tampa one. Um, I think the Rams, of course, have the chance to repeat, um, but I would still go with Tampa. But the AFC, I think, is kind of all up in the air. I think as long you could pick anyone from any of the, you know, I would say three divisions, excluding the AFC South, and I'd be fine with it.
0: Uh, real quick, uh, Sam is a Browns fan. Did the Browns address their needs? Kicker in the fourth. I'll take it.
13: Yeah, you know, we had a good conversation about that on the PFF draft show. I was fine with it just because you look at that roster, it's complete. I mean, you really don't have any significant holes. Why go get another player that's just going to, you know, ride, may probably spend a few weeks on the team, maybe on the practice clock most of the year, not going to pan out. Just go get someone that you need. You need a kicker. I'm fine with it. Their roster is complete. So I wouldn't be as upset just because it's, a, it's Cleveland's roster. Now, if it was you know, most of the rest of the NFL, I'd probably have some qualms.
0: Okay. Anthony, where can people see your work?
13: Yeah, over at PFF.com. A bunch of draft recap stuff. And I'm super, super pumped to get into the 2022 college football season, which I'll be rolling out a bunch of stuff in the coming months for. So be sure to check that out over at PFF.com. All
0: right. We will check it out because around here at College Town, that, that means a lot. So appreciate your time, Anthony. Thank you. Of course, thank you. Anthony Tresh. Pro Football Focus. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Jay Billis will join us at the bottom of the hour. But until then, we have time for your calls, questions, and comments. ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: If you're thinking about selling your home, are you waiting for the right time? Well, if you are, you're not alone because selling is the easy part. Finding your next home can be a bit more tricky. Now, the realtor you choose is really, really important. The one realtor I trust and highly recommend is Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty, especially in the Ocala market. Why risk leaving money on the table with just any agent? Scott has an 18-year proven track record and expertise to help you sell and buy. His name is his promise, your home sold guaranteed realty. He has guarantees and thousands of exclusive buyers in his database, creating higher demand, multiple offers that takes the hassle out of selling. This is how he nets his sellers almost 3% more money when compared To other agents so call Scott Caldwell today 352-209-0000 that's 352-209-0000 or visit caldwellhasthebuyers.com.
4: Hi this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly you know you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day not here. like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, Once that once we got into the procedures and and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This
8: is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
5: Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all.
8: It's long overdue that we demand more for mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and Odyssey's I'm Listening are demanding hashtag more for mental health. We need more access to and more affordable mental health care. More mental health care and suicide prevention in schools. We need more people who know what to do when someone they know needs help. Mental health affects every one of us, so please get involved. Visit moreformentalhealth.org today.
5: Spring has sprung, and with the warmer temperatures, it's time to heat up your outdoor entertainment. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Upgrade your outdoor space now with the latest gear at Electronics World. With outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
6: Scared money don't make money holds true on and off the field. This is Gators head football coach, Billy Napier. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF is Gainesville's only sports radio home for all things Gators. Touchdown for the Gators! Touchdown Florida! If your business can use a boost in sales, let Peter and the gang help. Contact the radio home with orange and blue by logging on to WRUF.com and clicking on the Contact Us button at the bottom of the page.
1: Eshawn, Jay Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene
9: with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM,
0: WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. ESPN's Jay Phillips joins us at the bottom of the aisle. In the meantime, Tony will talk to us now. Tony, hey. Hey, Steve,
10: what's going on, buddy? How's your weekend, man? Good? It was all right. All right. Steve, uh, you know, this coming from a guy who called you before the season started, uh, telling you about Cashman, possibly uh, should have been fired by now. How about a Subway series, huh? Is that looking good or what? Uh,
0: it always looks good in May. Uh, <laughs> I, ask asked me that question in September. Uh, And I'll have a better answer. But sure, I mean, it, look, the Yankees have feasted on teams they should beat. I mean, their schedule has yeah. been ridiculously easy. But that's what you should do if you're a good team is beat those teams. And I Definitely. think if you if you told me before the season started, the Mets would win every series in April, I would have said no. But, yeah. you know, and they're doing that without Jacob deGrom. So that's pretty good. Jacob deGrom,
10: Yeah, yeah, man, both uh, the best records in baseball, so wow. Um, Jets draft, Steve, uh, the pick that I found the most interesting was the Brees Hall one. At that time, the Jets could have gone in a lot of directions. They could have addressed the interior of the defensive line. They could have addressed the linebacker position with Christian Harris, and they decided to go Brees Hall. What that tells me is that they were telling Zach Wilson, my man, you are on the clock. We're giving you everything you need. Okay, we got you Garrett Wilson in, in the first round. Now we're getting you a breakout running back in the second round. You're on the clock. You got all the weapons, no excuses. That's what that pick told me, Steve.
0: Well, that's what the entire draft, not the entire draft, but that's what a lot of the draft should have been. And if the Jets didn't do that, as other Jets regimes have done, when if there was a glaring need and they didn't you know, go after the glaring need, so I'm kind of glad, and, and that's what Definitely. they should do because at least now, if you go after help for him, which you know is obvious that he needs, you can't say as a fan that the organization didn't go out and at least on paper get him help. Nobody knows how a pick's going to turn, turn out. I mean, first-round picks have been busts. Free agents are in the Hall of Fame. You, you never know, but on paper... The Jets did, for the most part, what I thought they needed to do.
10: Exactly. Uh, shifting over to Gator Baseball, Steve, uh-huh. real quick. You know, missed opportunity again. This is the second time that they've had a chance to sweep an SEC series. And you can make the argument that both times that really it was a blown opportunity. And by doing that, by not being able to, to sweep Kentucky and Alabama, um you know, series that they should have swept really if they were playing some good baseball. Now you're put in the position of having to win two out of three at of Mississippi state that I don't care if Mississippi state is down or not. They're going to have 10 to 15,000 people in there at duty noble and that's a task to take two out of three in Mississippi state. So now, you know, your, your margin for error every single weekend gets less and less and less. And uh, it's going to be real close, man. Uh, you made a comment about pitchers for next year. I'm going to tell you, Steve, does Alabama lose players to the transfer portal that Nick Saban wants? No. The answer to that question is no. I'll answer it for you, Steve. We are basically the Alabama the last 10 years of college baseball. If we are losing pitchers that we need that could be effective pitchers for us next year, if we're losing guys like that to the portal, That's a red flag, my man. That is a red flag in the program, and uh, I will be extremely concerned.
0: Um, I I would agree with you in most cases, Tony, but I'll tell you why I don't here, okay? Florida has is going to have an incoming class, obviously, next year, and a whole bunch of young arms, right? Well, if I'm a highly rated prospect, only three guys can start on a a weekend, okay? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be content with being a midweek reliever? Am I going to be content, you know, or can I go someplace else and be a starter? I think this group is just a little bit different because of the sheer numbers of them, Tony. That's my concern. Yeah,
10: that's a fair point. Fair enough. Um, And that's kind of like the drawback of getting so many pitchers in one class, like eight to ten freshman pitchers in one class. Uh, So I guess it comes down to who they are. If I see a Coppola, a Caglione, a Neely in the transfer portal, I'll be a lot more concerned than if I see, you know, two or three other names basically is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Yeah, I got you. So, uh, okay,
12: Steve. All right, take
10: care, buddy. Okay, thank you,
0: Tony. Yep. Uh, Coppergator is next. Coppergator, Gator, Hello.
12: Hey, what's up, Steve? I'm I'm second way in, into baseball here as well. With with I was going to say congratulations about your 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 Mets, but it seems like every year they start off right exactly. Yeah, I've, the,
0: not nice to start like this, but let's let's <laughs> have this in September.
12: I mean, you know, last year it was pretty hot to start with, and they had a, I think they were ten games above 500, and then the, the wheels fell off. You know, but anyway, you know, it's it's great to be this way and be up right now instead of being negative like my team is with the Braves. But you know, I want to I want to keep going about the the Gators baseball team. And mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, you know, you've got you've got a lot of knowledge and, and history with this. Where do you see them fitting in in the SEC tournament and moving into the NCAA tournament and what their potential is to finish out the season?
0: Ooh. Um, I think they will make the SEC tournament, but they will not have a winning record in the SEC. And then... I think they will scrape into a regional, but they won't host. And the hope is because of their RPI. Now, their RPI is still really good, but it's not yeah, going to be helped like yeah. these next weekends because of who they play. You know, right. they they don't play Tennessee or Auburn anymore. They're playing Carolina and Missouri and Mississippi State, who are all below 500 in the league. So their RPI. Will drop some, but look at this point, you have to get to a regional, and then Correct. you hope you get hot depending on who you play. I don't see any chance of them hosting a regional. I just don't see that, so you know who gets in with them that that's all part of the chess match here where for for example, if they were sent to Miami, let's just say they were sent to Miami as a two right. seat right. Do you think they'd be afraid of going down there? They wouldn't. They know they can beat Miami. I'm not saying they will, but the fear factor, in other words, they know who they're going to play. If they get sent to Notre Dame or someplace like that, well, now it's unfamiliar, you know, so part of that is to, you know, where they go and obviously what teams are there.
12: Well, and I think you nailed it a little bit on the head there too is it's, I don't see them making the, the tournament as a four seed period. If, if they're not a two or three seed for a super re, uh, regional, right. then they're not, then they're not making it because they're not going to stick a, a top 16 seed against a Florida team that at any given day can no. beat the number one team in the nation. So the two, three seed doesn't really matter where they're going, whether it's, whether it's Miami or somewhere up, you know, out of the, out of state or something like that. My concern is that they just, you know, this team is such a hit or miss switch kind of. One day they come out and they do everything right, and the next team they don't and you just don't know what they're going to get and you know in the past few years, I've been able to kind of say, "Okay, at this point in the season, I know what we're going to get. I still don't know what team is walking onto the field when they go out there and they suit up every day and and that and that is what is crazy because sometimes the talent's out there and just it lights out, and then the next day it's like they just forgot how to play, and so it's kind of, it's kind of crazy like that, I just want to get your opinion on that." And then, last but not least, you know, I wanted to give a big shout out to Tim Walden yep. for a thousand, you know, a thousand wins. You probably mentioned it already, but you know that shows that shows the kudos. He's been the cream of the crop, the second fastest to to that thousand mark. Um, he's got a great character. He teaches the women and and the and the ladies that, that play those sports with just how to be leaders in, the, in society, and I just can't give any more credit, and go Gators. We'll All right, Copper
0: Gator, thank you. i got to run because I have Jay Billis coming up next. 129 Time Check brought to you by Hayes, generally ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics. Growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith rave about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550.
8: I love being a mom. Moms are the first molders and shapers of their children's minds and hearts as they become the next generation to impact the world. I'm privileged to be the mom of three boys, now three grown men. And you know, I still love being their mom. It's nonstop when they're toddlers and preschoolers and challenging in the preteen and teenage years. Not all their choices are wise. Not all lessons are easy. But with prayer and a strong relationship with the Lord, The rewards of being a mother are unequaled. Moms, I appreciate you. I'm one of you. I applaud your selfless love for the people that God has given you to nurture, to lead, and to enjoy. Time alone with the Lord is key. It will become the foundation of everything you do. This is Ann Wright wishing you a beautiful Mother's Day, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. COVID-19 moves fast. And now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at treatcv19.com. This message
4: is sponsored by Pfizer. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public. So we decided to sing about it.
3: I love my super mega sure. yeah. has yeah. got six rows and one. Last forever on my buns Only super mega when I'm cleaning Charmin's got my booty
4: believing Charmin's super mega roll is six regular rolls in one Enjoy the go with Charmin
1: From the UF Weather Center Here is your WRUF weather update
8: Isolated showers during the mid-afternoon becoming scattered inland along the I-75 and Highway 301 corridors by the evening. Those lasting through a few hours after sunset, locally heavy rainfall will be possible. After that, though, partly cloudy skies to start off your Tuesday morning with low temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, sun and clouds early, evening thunderstorms likely, highs near 90. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski.
1: Keyshawn, Jay, Will,
8: and Max.
12: Aaron Rodgers doesn't mind having young wide receivers in the middle of the rounds, but for whatever reason, I think a lot of people on the outside go crazy because they see other teams take receivers in the first round and don't have the success Aaron Rodgers has with middle-of-the-round receivers that go on, quite frankly, to get paid by other teams because of the success that they've had with the quarterback. Key,
1: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN ninety eight. FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN, 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
0: Well, we were hoping to get Jay Billis, but we cannot hook up. So hopefully he will call us back, or we'll get him tomorrow. Something must have come up, because Jay usually is very, very good when he commits to doing an interview. But In the meantime, we'll open up. Okay, uh, Alex, he says call at 5. So, all right, we'll get him there. Uh, Bob, uh, my question I asked about softball being a national contender. He says, to answer the question, uh, they're not. They lack a dominant pitcher. No one can top 66 miles an hour, and they lack sufficient power. So they're good, but not good enough to make the World Series this year. Need to recruit a dominant pitcher uh, for next year. B.B. says Michael Jordan and LeBron James were clearly the superstars of the NBA in their time. But now that LeBron's time is fading, is there a star of that magnitude seemingly head and shoulders above the rest you see on the horizon? Um. Again, this is more of a summertime question. If I had I, – I guess it just depends – Phoebe, on how you're describing that. Because when you talk about Jordan and James, they also won championships, right? You can be a great player and not win anything. It doesn't mean you're not a great player, but those players you just mentioned did that, right? So in the NBA now, for example... If you say Doncic, who I think is a great player, but is Dallas going to win a championship? Probably not. The Greek freak already has okay, and may win more. If I had to say today who that would be, it'd be him. It'd be him. But I don't know that he is as dominant as Michael and LeBron were. More and more, I think now, fans look at players, look at coaches, and say, have you won a championship? You can be a great player. Devin Booker's a great player, okay? But And he may go down. He, you, and you can be in the Hall of Fame. Jim Kelly's in the Hall of Fame. Fran Tarkin is in the Hall of Fame. Dan Marino's in the Hall of Fame. They didn't win a Super Bowl, right? So does it diminish Their accomplishment, I I don't think it does. They were great players. And sometimes you could be like a Joe Namath who got lightning in a bottle one year and the Jets won a Super Bowl. I I would argue that Fran Tarkenton, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly were all better quarterbacks than Joe Namath. But he's got a Super Bowl ring. Trent Dilfer has a Super Bowl ring. doesn't mean... So, I mean, it's a great question. um, But... We'll see. All right, I got a couple of emails. Then we'll then we'll get a hold of Jay, uh, Alex, uh, Don. Oh, by the way, tomorrow before I forget, Scott Strickland is scheduled to be here tomorrow, live in the one o'clock hour. So we hope that'll work out, and uh, look forward to him being here. Don't forget, uh, we have a busy week tonight. The NHL playoffs start out. The Lightning and the Leafs in Game One. We'll have that at seven. Tomorrow, Gator baseball plays USF. Uh, that'll be a 5:55 start. Gator softball plays Florida State. That'll be 5:45 on Wednesday, and then the Rays will continue a West Coast swing. They're, they're playing in Oakland tonight. They'll play at the Mariners nine o'clock on Thursday. So uh, that is what is on the docket for us, and. Uh, We'll get one more email, and hopefully then we'll talk to Jay Billis. Uh, Andrew, uh, As he says, uh, gosh, as long as he said, okay, between Gator baseball and softball, which team goes further in the postseason? I would say softball. I, I would just, it, I, I think softball has a chance to host and uh, a regional, and that's why I would say softball. All right, we're going to talk college hoops next with Jay Billis. Always appreciate his time and doing that. Of course, you see and hear him all the time covering college basketball on ESPN and also on ESPN.com. Jay, thank you for taking the time to do this in an offseason. Um, let me start. The other day, the whole Isaiah Wong thing in the NIL just <laughs> – as as somebody who's you know older that really caught me by surprise but that's just the way the sport is now is the NIL a good thing or a bad thing for college basketball
9: it's a great thing uh there's there's no reason why players shouldn't be allowed the same economic rights as everyone else so while old timers like you and me might've raised their eyebrows because it's different. How is it any different than Bruce Pearl getting a gigantic extension when the Maryland and Louisville jobs came open? Um, You know, why was that acceptable and okay? And Isaiah Wong saying, Hey, listen, you know, I'm worth more than this. Ultimately he stayed. Mm -hmm. So what, what's the big deal? I mean, you know, whomever was, was making that decision on the Miami side said, no, we're good with what we're offering and Wong state it's just business and uh so to me it's no different than somebody says hey you know a a player on on the team says hey i was your leading scorer this year as a walk-on i want a scholarship well how is that how is that different from saying well i want more money it's it's really all the same it's just new and uh and us old folks have to get used to players are valuable commodities they always have been we've just acted in concert to limit them to, to their expenses only for all these years and we can't get away with that anymore it's illegal.
0: Uh I think well I'm not a fan of the NCA I don't believe you are either and they didn't step in and do anything here but down the road here Jay if this is going to be regulated in some way who will do it?
9: It can't be regulated uh, that way. Well who regulates coaching contracts and who regulates
0: Yeah, good point. Um
9: yeah. who, who regulates the employees that are hired by every school? I mean you're down at the University of Florida. I'm just guessing, but I'll bet the University of Florida has 30,000 employees, if not more. So how do they make those decisions and decide whether they're going to retain somebody or they leave? They have attrition, too. They're, they're, they have retention issues. And they have to hire somebody else. It's not that big of a deal. And uh, I'm sure when they win, um, some of the assistants say, hey, we have the best. Uh, the, the offensive coordinator said, we just had the best offense uh, in college football this year. I, I deserve more money. Um, that's happened before, and it'll happen again, and it's just business, and it, it's the same thing here. So, uh, look, we're in a different sphere right now, because now the players are getting a little bit more; um, they're having a few more rights than they had before. They they still don't have full rights, but the truth is, the NCAA cannot regulate this. They they're trying to, they're trying to say, well, they can't, the players can't be employees, they can't be, there can't be pay for play. But everybody knows they can't enforce it, because when they try to, they're going to get taken to court, and they'll lose, the the same way they lost the Alston case. So they can say they're going to regulate it, uh, but but there's no teeth in this at all.
0: Is it, with the portal and all of that and not knowing your roster until a certain date, Jay, is it tougher to coach now, perhaps, than it used to be?
9: Yeah, it's a little bit tougher, but but coaches are getting paid more than they've ever been paid, and... You know, I had a friend of mine quote the godfather to me recently what Hyman <laughs> Roth said to, you know, the other, the other heads of the families. He said, this is the business we've chosen, and and this is the way it is. Like, the truth is, it's not difficult now. Uh, the coaches uh, of the past had it easy, and uh, they had it easy because they had, you know, rules that violated federal antitrust law that, that kept players in place. Like, think about it this way, Steve. Like, uh, people don't know this, but it's true. There was a transfer restriction in only five sports that were sponsored by the NCAA. Men's and women's basketball, football, baseball, and hockey. Everybody else has been able to transfer and be eligible right away forever. So how did all those other coaches manage their rosters? They, they just had to bow up and do it. And now it's a little bit different for a, a football coach or a basketball coach.
0: I don't know if a you have, bit different. I'm sorry. I don't know if you have an opinion on this. You know, Keontae Johnson w- was never going to play here again. He was not going to be medically cleared to play. Now he goes in the portal. Do you think he'll play again?
9: I don't know. I'm not up on his, his medical status. Um I hope he plays again, but does so in the in the healthiest possible manner. Um but that's that's an example, Steve, of of players transfer for a lot of different reasons. And the coaches seem the ones that are complaining seem to focus on the the very few that don't want to deal with adversity or they're listening to the wrong people. You know why? Why should a player? When you really think about it, why should a player like Keontae wants to play? It's his risk alone that he's taking. And and I don't know the situation in Florida, but let me let me you know let me just go with with sort of a an example. Sure. If if not, not because I don't know. If it's that, that he feels like he can play and the university doesn't want to take the risk, why shouldn't he be allowed to go somewhere else and play? And mm-hmm. if he does go so why should he have to sit out a year? You know, to me, that's a legitimate reason to transfer uh, Maybe a player is just unhappy, you know, has depression and anxiety, which a lot of students deal with, not just athletes, and they want to change the scenery. Why should they have to sit out a year? Um, you know, when, when you have all these assistant coaches leaving and going from place to place, you, you had a coach in your league. Mike White just, just left, uh, Florida and went to Georgia. So it was an interconference transfer where a player wouldn't have been eligible to do that, but a coach could do it. Yes. And, uh, it, it a lot of these rules don't make sense and they were in place in order to control the commodity and that, that's the player. Um, and they got away with it for a long time. They can't get away with it anymore. But but one more thing on the transfer side. Sure. So say a kid gets uh, – because this happens a lot. A kid gets recruited, and he, he's better than the level of recruiting. So Bryn Forbes is an example I, I used to use, and it's starting to get dated. But Bryn Forbes wasn't a high-level recruit. He goes to Cleveland State, does extraordinarily extraordinarily well, and decides, you know what, I think I can excel on a bigger stage, and transfers to Michigan State. And not only did he excel, he's in the NBA now. So who's harmed by that? Somebody could argue that, well, Cleveland State invested in him. Um, they deserve a return on that investment. If they're paying him and, and it's a contract, I would say yes. But the truth is, if Bryn Forbes' coach at Cleveland State took them to the Elite Eight, he'd be out in two seconds to go to Michigan State as head coach uh so the players deserve the same consideration in my view to better themselves just like coaches can or any other student can
0: uh i'd be remiss since i haven't talked to you since coach k you know officially left um where do you see duke now The you know the coaching play i guess they just hired jay lucas you know who played at florida as an assistant coach where do you see duke post coach k
5: very healthy.
9: Uh, they've got the number one recruiting class coming in. John Shire is an outstanding young coach, and I think he'll do a great job. Obviously, he's going to have to prove that. What people say may may be relevant right now, but it's not going to carry the day. His performance will. Uh, but but they have all the resources, uh, the tradition. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure he'll do extraordinarily
0: well. Next time I have you on Jay, whenever that is, remind me because I want to get your opinion about officiating and where it needs to go. I think it needs to get blown up and start again. I, but I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but just as a prelude maybe to the next time you're on, do you agree with that? W- what has to change with officiating?
9: Well, I, no, I, I don't agree with that. First of all, the, the officials that we have in college basketball are great.
0: They're pros,
9: they work their butts off, and, and they do a great job. The structure of officiating could use change. Okay, um, I, I think with all these different conference supervisors and the NCAA supervisors, the NCAA supervisor of officials does not have the authority that he or she needs to, to do this the, the right way or at least the, the best way, in my personal view. Um, I do think we need significant changes in the rules to make the game better. But we're dealing with a, a structure that doesn't allow for the, that, the kind of change that I think is necessary. But, but this, this sometimes gets lost in, at least in my commentary. Um, I have tremendous respect and admiration for the officials and, and, and for the supervisors too. They're all really good people, uh, that are, are great pros. I think the structure gets in the way of the product. Um, but, you know, like, we need to change a charge block rule. And they just won't do it. They just won't do it. Um, there's always an excuse. We can't teach it. The last time we tried it, it didn't work. And, you know, to me, that's not a good enough reason. If we can officiate this the way the NBA does, but the, the system will not allow it to change. Um And there are other rules that need to be changed, but but we're resistant to do so. And, look, the officials take – the officials themselves take the brunt – of too much criticism. Like, I think it's fine to say, Hey, this official missed this call. That's fine. Um, but, but they do a great job by and large. Uh, but I'll give you an example. Like uh, officials get a lot of, a lot of flack for replay. That is not their fault. The replay is an imperfect system. Uh, in a lot of occasions in big games, it takes too long. That's not their fault. That's the fault of the rule and the rules committee. And off, too often, the supervisors and the and the the rules committee itself is is the culprit, not not the official.
0: Okay, good stuff. Uh, down the road, I want to I, I will uh, talk more about po- possible changes to you know what officials call and those those types of things. So, Jay, I appreciate your time as always. Thank you for taking it.
7: Always a pleasure. Thank
0: you. You got it, Jay. Jay Billis covers college basketball, of course, for ESPN one hundred and fifty. Time Check brought to you by Hayes Gillery. Final segment coming up ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 981 FM,
3: 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
7: In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since
3: that
4: time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks
7: understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City.
5: This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I
8: never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back
5: for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app?
8: Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas.
5: Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out any right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SEAT for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code SEAT. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. Perfect
0: ball that he plays
3: talking about Kelly
0: yeah.
3: That dude is a bad mother. I bought a nickel from him last week. He said if I didn't give him a dime by Friday, he'd break my arm. That's
1: Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball rotations and mr. Rawlings are always front and center last season
4: I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August
1: on deck presented by the international diamond center with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell Wednesday mornings at 11 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF Sean, Jay, Will, and Max weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM
0: WRUF. All right. we By the way, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I am. Because I guess it it it, it uh, has an effect on Alex, me, everybody. Florida gas prices jumped eight cents last week, averaging four eighteen a gallon, according to AAA. That's a dollar forty cents per gallon more than this time last year. And the average cost for a full tank of gas in Florida currently sits at sixty-three dollars. I'm not being political. I'm not going into any of that because I don't. I think if you, but I'm I'm just throwing out numbers. Good God! Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, We got a couple of minutes here to end. Don't forget tomorrow, Scott Strickland, the Gator AD uh scheduled to be live here in the studio in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, and we're hoping to get some other guests on uh, later in the week as well um, with lots of stuff happening. And that's really good. Let's get to Bill's email. He'll be our uh, – I got one more after him, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, Bill says, right now, Steve, I, I see Gator football – really behind the eight ball as far as catching Georgia is concerned. All those draft choices, that's just going to keep spreading as far as, hey, come to Georgia, you get to the NFL, maybe Napier's job is going to be a bit tougher than I thought. I don't think Billy Napier thought that job would be easy. And there is certainly ground to be made up here. There is no doubt about that. And it may take a little time we'll see Um, oh I forgot to mention too there was a young man uh, that was looking at Florida um, who came from Moorhead State in basketball and I'm sure if you're a basketball recruit Nick you know um, but he's transferring to Auburn and he's a Florida I believe he's from Plant City I think uh, Florida kid But uh, Florida finished second. And recruiting finishing second doesn't help you. So, too bad. But, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. And that's just how it is. And Florida didn't win that one. Later in the week, hope to uh, air an interview with Kelly Ray Finley that we did. Um, So that will be... I'm docket later in the week. Yeah, Moorhead State Johnny Broom. Most had him rated as one of the top ten or fifteen players in the portal. He did visit here. He visited here last week, uh, but he chooses um, Auburn. So there you go. Final email. Carl, uh, Steve, are you doing the game tomorrow night with USF? Yes. Uh, haven't done a game in a while, but uh, doing that one tomorrow night. Uh, is USF as good as it was last year? No, no. Uh, they are. They just got swept by Houston. Uh, they're not having the kind of year they had last year when they kind of surprised everybody by winning this regional and going to a uh, super regional. No, they're not having the same year. That's going to do it for our show. Thanks to Alex for producing and. Our thanks to our good guest list today, Anthony Tresh, Pro Football Focus, talking the NFL Draft. Jay Billis, ESPN, talking college basketball. Brian Mahoney, who covers the NBA for the Associated Press, talking NBA playoffs. And Barry Melrose from ESPN as the National Hockey League playoffs are starting tonight. And don't forget, you can hear Game 1, Lightning and Toronto right here Tonight, we got a chock-full week of lightning, uh, Gator softball, Gator baseball, Rays baseball, lots of different events coming up this week, and we will have them for you. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. That's Sports Scene for this Monday. Enjoy the rest of your day. Don't forget, Scott Strickland to be here tomorrow, we, we hope. Live on the 1 o'clock hour. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Monday.
1: Gainesville, u 251 CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 8:50 a.m., WR. Do you have
3: joint pain in your knees or hips or shoulder or back? Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows how disruptive it is. How can you focus?
4: How can you be at your optimal best when your body is under attack by pain? That's why Emmett's such a proponent
3: of QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is here with regenerative options using natural biologics, non-surgical alternatives that offer lasting relief for pain in your knees, hips,
4: lower back, and shoulders. This natural biological treatment gives them the chance to get back in the game and to have a normal life. QC Kinetics treatments laser focus on areas of
3: intense pain, allowing your body to heal itself with no drugs so you can focus
4: on normal life. Walking up the stairs without pain, getting on your bicycle without pain, running again, playing with the kids. Your consultation is absolutely free. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550.